Hey, welcome to church. Happy Sunday. If you're watching on Sunday morning, I have to confess right up front, I have really, really missed being with you, being physically in the same room. I'm so looking forward to being able to do that again, but uh, I take a lot of comfort and a lot of joy and security in knowing that God is everywhere. He's everywhere. Proverbs 15.3 says, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. So whether we're together or we're separated, we're gathered or we're scattered, whether we're in one place or many places, God is here. He's right there with you at the same time as he's right here with me. And I just want to say to all of you out there, uh, it would be awesome to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. You can give us a shout on our Facebook page, on our Instagram page. If you want to, just give us a look at what you and yours are doing to pass the time during the lockdown. Uh, there's a bunch of different ways you can be in touch. Obviously, social media. Uh, if you have moved over to our new website, I'm, I'm taking to calling it our online campus, centerchurchonline.com. Uh, you can give us a shout there. So if you don't have access to any of that stuff, just find one of your kids or your nieces or nephews or maybe bribe a stranger if you have to. Uh, to get you hooked up on social media, uh, you can find our email address on the website. We just love to hear from you. The other thing I just want to encourage you to do is to reach out to people and help them get connected to church online. Invite them to participate in church online. Send them a link to the website or to a video. Help them get connected. Uh, the great thing about inviting them to online church instead of inviting them in person is that they don't have to make enough excuse not to come with you. They don't want to watch it. They just don't watch it. So, so send that out. And I have a really practical, important reason why it's important for us to help people get connected to church online. The reason is because people aren't going to get a lot of encouragement from anywhere else these days. They're certainly not going to get it from most of the media that we're consuming. Uh, currently, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but good news doesn't drive ratings, which drive advertising dollars. Fear and hostility drive ratings on television. And so, uh, so that's really what's happening uh, in mainstream media. The great thing for us is we don't care about ratings. I mean, after all, our leader was you know, mobbed and crucified. So ratings are not that big a deal. What we do care about is being the source of good, encouraging, hopeful life-giving news to people. And if we, the people who know Jesus, aren't going to be the bearers of good news today, I just don't know who's going to do it. So I want to encourage you, help people get plugged in to church online. The good news we have is that Jesus died in our place. So we don't have to be afraid because God is for us. He is with us. He's going to bring about every good thing that he wants to accomplish in our lives even through the most difficult of circumstances, if we just put our hope in him. So I think it goes without saying that you don't have to look very far to find bad news. You just turn on any given cable news network, and you're going to find a really kind of angry version of Eeyore staring you in the face. You remember Eeyore? He was uh, Winnie the Pooh's kind of melancholy sidekick, really committed to being a victim. Uh, you're going to find that kind of person, except... They're angry. They're taking it a step farther. And they're going to be telling you why the economy's failing, why the government's failing, why the healthcare system's failing. And just in case there's anything in your life that's not failing, they're going to tell you why it's about to fail. That's, that's a lot of what we're taking in today. 
They love to point out the problem. And that line of thinking is what we might call in our current day and age the pattern of the world. That's the prevailing pattern of thinking. We love to point out what's wrong. And every time I see that, I think to myself, I already know what the problem is. I live here too. Jesus loves you, by the way. Don't forget. Uh, Thankfully, the Bible tells us what to do with that Eeyore mindset. So if you have a device, you have a Bible, if you're sitting in front of your computer, you can search it up. Romans chapter 2, right at the beginning of the chapter, beginning in verse 2, this is what it says. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world. Don't fall into that pattern. Instead, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then, after you do that, you will learn how to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. What I want to encourage you is, don't think like Eeyore. Don't think like Debbie the Downer or Donnie Downer or whatever it might apply. Let God change who you are by changing the way you think. I want to show you a video. It'll just be running while I I talk here. Uh, It's a video that I took while I was running through my neighborhood. I'm a semi-avid runner, and uh, my neighborhood is a pretty established neighborhood. It was developed mostly in the 50s and 60s, and so it's been around a while, and the streets are definitely showing their age. Now, I know a lot of you watching don't live in the Spokane area. Uh, The streets in Spokane are notoriously bad. Uh, In fact, a major political candidate, when they were running for president a few years ago, one of their staffers said to uh, a media outlet that driving in Spokane was like driving in a third world country. Now, that might have been an exaggeration, but uh, if that gives you any idea, it's because we have this condition that is a freeze-thaw condition. For probably three or four months of the year, what happens is the daytime temperatures are above freezing and the nighttime temperatures are below freezing. So there's expand, contract, expand, contract. And as you can see on the video, there are cracks in the street that go all the way across the street. And you come to them every 20, 30, 40 feet. Uh, Most of the residential streets in the Spokane city limits look like this, uh, a lot of them anyway. And uh, the gaps, as you can see, some of them open up pretty wide. Some of them open up like eight, 10 inches wide. It could be a real problem for a runner who's not paying attention. Now, here's what I've noticed, okay? Get a hold of this. When I'm running and trying not to step in the crack, when I'm looking at the place that I don't want to step, my steps inevitably, without any effort on my part, line up perfectly with the crack in the street. And so then I got to make an awkward step to get over it. But on the other hand, when I'm looking at where I do want to step on the other side of the crack, my steps inevitably, without any effort on my part, line up with the place that I do want to step. So here's a sticky phrase for you. What I stare at, I step in. I know you want to say that with me. I can feel it. What I stare at, I step in. What you're focusing on is what you're going to step in. That's what's going to happen. So what I say is focus where you do want to step. Don't focus on what you're afraid of stepping on. Focus where you do want to step. You know what Eeyore's problem is? He's focused on the problem, not on the solution. So I want to encourage you to do something this morning. 
I want to encourage, maybe more than encourage, I don't want to push you. I want to challenge you. I want to push all of us to become gospel thinkers. You know what the word gospel means. It's actually not a Christian word or even a religious word at all. It literally means good news. Be a good news thinker, not a problem thinker. Look at where you do want to go, not at where you don't want to go. Romans 2 just told us that if we change the way we think, then we'll understand the plans that God has in mind for us. Guess what? God has plans for you. Think about that for a second. Just let that soak in. God has plans for you. And they're good and pleasing and perfect. The God of the universe has plans for you. The economy isn't going to change them. Sickness isn't going to change them. Romans 8 tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God. So many things are disrupted right now, but you know what's not disrupted right now? God's plans for you. In the book of Job, Job doesn't get a lot of airplay in our conversations. Uh, It's a book that's kind of buried in the Old Testament. Job goes through unbelievable trial and difficulty and torment, the likes of which most of us will never even, couldn't even fathom. And you know what he says in Job 42, verse 2? He says, I know that you, God, can do all things. And no purpose of yours can be thwarted. I know that you can do anything and none of your plans can be undone. God's plans are not disrupted. Anchor down right there. God can do anything and none of his plans for you are going to be upset by any circumstance. For those of us who trust God, we have this opportunity to be not just optimists, but to be good news thinkers. The Bible teaches us that Jesus died on the cross, which by the way is a matter of historical record. The Bible teaches that when he died on the cross, he satisfied God's wrath against sin. Now here's what that means. It means that the offense we've committed that, that creates distance between us and God, like if I stole something from you, there would be an offense and it would create distance between you and me. The offense that created distance between us and God. When Jesus died on the cross, he closed that gap. For those who put their faith in Christ, there is no gap between them and God. It doesn't exist. Everyone who puts their faith in the cross of Christ has good reason to be a good news thinker. Not in a wishful way, but because they have been made right with God. The gap is closed. God is for you. Think about that. God is for you. If there's something better than having God on your side at a time like this, I can't even imagine what that would possibly be. So here's the mental adjustment that I'm suggesting we make right now, this week. Uh, I've encouraged you to make this adjustment, by the way, if you've been hanging around Center Church almost every week in the history of Center Church. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord. Don't trust in your circumstance. Don't trust in what you see. Don't trust in the outside voices. Trust in the Lord. Submit to him, and he will make your path 
straight. The Apostle Paul said it like this in Philippians chapter 4. He said, I can thrive in any situation so long as I do it through the strength that God has provided me. So here's your homework this week. Uh, This is going to reap huge benefits in your life if you'll do this. It's really simple. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, it says, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Don't, Don't dwell on the problem. Don't dwell on the fear. Don't dwell on what might happen. Don't dwell on what should have happened. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. This is the renewing of our minds, which leads us to the change, leads us to become the type of person that God designed us to be. So on our online campus, centerchurchonline.com, there's a page called Good News Thinker. On this page, there's several verses, I think 15 or 16 of them, that will help help you focus your mind on the good news that God is with you and for you. So this is what I'm asking everybody to do, is to go to that page and pick a verse, maybe pick a few. You can pick them all if you want. That's really up to you. And type it into your phone, write it on a sticky note, put it on the fridge. Just just put it somewhere that it's going to be with you all week and memorize that thing. Repeat it. Share it with your family. Share it with your Facebook friends. Uh, maybe you want to do it as a family. Gather the kids up and say, we're going we're gonna to anchor down right here. Get that verse so deep into your being that it'll never come out. The world has problems right now. But for us, it's time to pick up, not stare at the problem like everyone else. It's time for us to just move over to the solution side of the problem. We can be difference makers. We can be way makers for other people. The Bible says that we're not victims in any circumstance, but in every circumstance, we're overcomers through Christ. And that's for you. I want to encourage you to do that. Pick a verse, get it down in your heart, share it with others. Hang around for a couple minutes. Pastor Rick is going to do a quick catch up. Love you guys. We'll see you soon.